Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a Single Dog Mom. I am your host, Shayna, and of course, never too far from me is my co-host, my four-year-old French Bulldog, Luke. All right, so we are starting the show. Um, we are doing the show today completely different than um, usual. Today, I am actually going to dedicate the entire episode to my confession um, of the week. Um, so that's what we're doing. Where There is no phone call with my friend. There's no review of it. There's no hot dog topic. I think that this um, topic um, that, I, that I have today for my confession is um, definitely going to take 30 minutes. So, and I want to give myself enough time and not feel rushed, um, to like get through an entire story that, um, really needs, you know, it, it, it needs time. And I, I feel like sometimes I rush because I don't want the episodes to be more than 30 minutes. So pretty much that's what's going on today. We'll get back to the regularly scheduled program next week. <laughs> and, um, yeah. Right, guys so before we get into my weekly confession i do want to let you know how you can support and keep up with us during the week so if you have any questions or you want to share your opinion with the podcast email us at hello at singledogmom.com follow us on instagram and tiktok at the single dog mom visit our website blog and shop www.singledogmom.com and right now if you're listening on apple music or apple podcasts or spotify do me a quick favor and tap that five star rating if you love the show thank you um, all right. So we are back this week. It is our second um, week of personal beliefs. Last week, we talked about mental health and how it affects the marriage. Um, and I just want to like thank everyone who like responded to um, the episode, whether it was on like a story of mine um, that I posted or reaching out to me directly. I had a lot of very interesting and um, uh, necessary conversations around, um, you know, mental health in general. And I think that, um, it's, it's not anything to, um, be ashamed about or shy away from. So happy to, um, start and continue those conversations with anyone who wants to, um, you know, to speak with me about it. Um, inbox or whatever email is always open. Um, so this week we are going to, um, move into another personal belief that I feel super strongly about, strong enough to where I am going to dedicate an entire 30-minute episode to this one, um, you know, topic. And um, the next one, next week, we'll wrap up the um, the personal belief kind of um, segment or uh, uh, personal beliefs, I don't know. and then we'll move on. So, um, okay. So, let me see here. I'm, I'm, um, I feel like ready, um, but I also feel very like nervous to talk about this because I feel like this is um, perhaps like an unpopular opinion that I feel very strongly about. Um, and I do um, believe, and um, I, I do believe that I am not wrong in my thinking here. So, all right. So all that aside, I kind of got out like my nervous jitters. I will go ahead and just um, get this party started. All right, so this week we are going to move into another personal belief that I feel um, super strongly about. Um, I feel strong enough to where I'm, I, you know, I want to dedicate the full episode to this topic. Um, and so, yeah, we're going to go ahead and jump into that. Um, so today we are going to be discussing um, roles. Um, I will say roles slash gender roles. I'm just talking about like roles, you know. Um, responsibilities and expectations. Um, so 
here's what I noticed. Like when it comes to um, roles, responsibilities and expectations in a marriage versus like outside of a marriage, like I think personally that it is easier to have conversations about, um, you know, responsibilities and stuff at like work. Um, it's, it's easy, even when a lot of those, a lot of times those conversations are super uncomfortable, right? Like, um, you know, a lot of the, um, the discussion that we have in our careers around like roles and uh, like gender roles specifically and um, expectations is, you know, pay equality, um, closing the, the, the pay gap between men and women, um, you know, getting all these old white men off the executive boards and putting some women on the board, some black women on the board, you know, things like that. Like I find conversations like those to be easier um, at work than they were in my marriage because um, I don't know that it was as welcome in my marriage. Um, Whereas like, you know, a lot of times like these corporations, like they want to um, at least try, you know, to like hear people and stuff like that, even though they're still, oh, we have a long way to go. I'm not, I'm definitely not saying that, you know, those things are solved. I'm just saying that in my experience, I felt like those conversations are easier for me to have at work. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Um, but yeah, so I want to give like three very quick examples of each, and then I'll go ahead and um, jump into like, um, a specific. So like, I would say that um, an example of a, a gender role or a just a role in general in my marriage would be cooking or cleaning. I think this is a very um, old school, traditional, like, you know, um, belief that the women should do the cooking and cleaning. And that is just um, completely not true. Um, me and my ex-husband, we, you know, we visited this topic a lot. Um, I don't think, I honestly don't think that it's worth talking about during this season, but I will think about it. Like, I don't know. It's like, it's like normal couple, like being like, why don't you wash the dishes and stuff like that? You know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty sure I can make a, a confession out of it, but like, honestly, it's not, it's, it's not that serious. Um, responsibility example would be, um, leading the household, right? Like typically traditionally, um, man is expected to lead the household. Um, I agree. I agree with that more or less, right? I agree if it's, um, if it makes sense. Um, and then an example of an expectation in my marriage would, um, be, um, to have each other's back. Um, you know, that is something that I think, and that's what I want to spend um, some time on today is, you know, expectation of having one another's back and also the responsibility of the man being the, the leader and, um, you know, kind of how we clashed when it came to both of those things. Okay. All right. So, um, Let's see here. Let me see. Okay. So, okay. Personally, here's, this is like the honest truth. I know I'm, I keep saying like how I'm nervous to talk about it, but I'm not, I'm not, um, ashamed or uh, afraid or whatever to say how I feel. This is truly how I feel. Okay. Whatever. Um, I personally believe that, um, just in general, right. Just like, let's step outside of like, um, marriage for a second. And just like in general, I personally believe that if I'm out in public and a stranger is rude to me, And I'm talking about like asshole rude. I'm talking about like, did did that really just happen? Rude. You know what I mean? I personally believe if that happens to me in public, um, I am nine times out of 10 going to address it. Okay. Like that's just me. I'm I'm going to have to say something. I can't um, let a lot of things slide. Um, But again, I'm, I'm being, I'm talking about like 
complete disrespect, complete like, you know, you're being an asshole and it is unwarranted and like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, again, nine times out of 10, I'm going to address it. And also like, you know, if a scene happens to like happen, like I'm not going to like, you know, that, that may be something that comes of it or whatever. I'm just, I don't like to have people, um, be assholes to me <laughs> and think that like, I don't know, sometimes people think that I'm not going to say anything. Like, you know, when strangers, they don't know you, they think that, you know, they can just be assholes to you. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Um, so I also like, um, like, in my relationship. So when I was married, um, it would be the same thing. Like it, you know, wasn't any different. I feel like this is something that my ex-husband knew about me from when we were dating. Um, you know what I mean? And, um, I feel that my husband should have my back when it comes to, um, if he's there with me, right. If he's there and he sees someone disrespecting me, if he sees someone, um, being an asshole to me, all those things that I just described, um, I feel like he should have my back, um, when it comes to that, that for me personally is a deal breaker. Um, if I don't feel like my partner has my back, if I don't feel supported, if I feel like I'm just out here, like on my own, you know what I mean? Like that's a problem. Okay. So now with him, like with my ex-husband, his personality, when it came to things like this, when it came to things like very similar to this with him being like, you know, disrespected with him being, um, you know, somebody was being an asshole to him, same situation. He was more, um, forgiving. Okay. And I would, I'm saying like, he was more immediately forgiving. He would be like, Oh, karma will get him. Oh God, will take care of it. You know, like very, like, I don't know how he did it. <laughs> I don't. And I'm um, like, that's how he was. And I, to a certain extent, completely understand that, you know, I, I am not saying that I don't know, like, I know how to pick my battles, you know, I've, I'm, I'm, I've made it this far, like, I've never been to jail, never, like, gotten into any, like, super serious trouble, you know what I mean? Like, I know how to read a room, like, I'm not stupid, you know what I mean? Like, I know how to just be like, okay, karma will get you. I'm not even going to like, you know, engage. Um, so I, I'm just saying like, he, he had that, like, that was his 90% of the time. His 90% of the time was like, karma will get him, God will get him. You know what I mean? And mine was the complete opposite. All right. So with that being said, now that everybody knows, you know, that was his personality versus my personality, I will, um, now take you to a very real situation, something that like, super affected our marriage, like literally not from day one, but from day two. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So here's what happened. And I'm just gonna, um, I'll, I'll, I want to set the scene as best as possible. Um, so he and I, um, we got married in Vegas. It was nothing like, it was not like your Vegas wedding that you see in movies. I'm from Vegas. We had a normal wedding. We flew out of Vegas that the night that we got married, we flew out of Vegas to South Texas because um, we were on our honeymoon, we were going to go on a cruise. So, you know, we flew to South Texas so that we could, you know, the cruise ship was leaving out there. And the way that we had our flight set up was like, you know, we couldn't really afford to miss any flights because, you know, if you miss your cruise ship, you're not going to be able to like, you know, there's no second cruise ship that comes behind that. Like, you know, like if you miss your flight, like you can wait a few hours and a, another plane will be there. Like, you know, obviously a cruise ship, if you miss that ship, you like, 
are fucked. <laughs> so um, we were like on a very tight schedule um, because of that, right? So um, something happens. This is again, this is like whew, long ago, but like I do remember this. Like I remember a lot of details, but I don't remember like some of the specifics. Um, something happened with our flight to where it was maybe going to get canceled. Oh no, I think we had a layover. Like when we left Vegas, we went to some other part of Texas. Like maybe we were, we could have been in Dallas for all I know. We needed to go to South Texas, but we were like in North Texas or something. And maybe the um, flight was going to get canceled. And he and I were like, once we realized that our flight may get canceled, we realized that if it got canceled, we were going to miss the ship. So we were like, fuck like let's go talk to the the people at the kiosk you know because um we we need to know like what our other options are um i will say this and i'm not i'm not like saying that i'm an expert traveler by any means i you know i'm not but i am saying that i've at this point in time like when we our second day of marriage i had traveled more than he had Okay. And I'm saying second day because like I said, we left Vegas on the night of our wedding. So then we got on the plane and then the next day we, you know, we arrived um, in Texas. So we hadn't even been married for a, a, we hadn't even, it hadn't even been 24 hours before we had said I do to each other. Like this was brand spanking new. And um, so we're going over to the, oh, oh, that's what I said. I was like, I, I was a little bit, you know, more, um, traveled than him at that time. You know, I worked at an international airport for what, four years. Um, I had been like, you know, places like, again, not trying to sound like, oh, you know, I'm doing all this, like going all the, catching all these flights, but like, I had just traveled more than he had. So the point that I'm making is that I knew like what needed to happen and like exactly who to talk to and stuff like that. So I was like, come on, let's go to the, you know, the, the, the ticket counter or whatever. Let's go get this handled. And I'm also like that kind of girlfriend, fiance, like wife, whatever. I'm always like, you know, I'll talk to customer service. If there's a problem with, you know, the food, I'll, I'll handle it. Like I'm naturally like that person that's going to always happen to take care of that. So I turned into like, you know, customer service Shayna. And I'm like, let's go get this taken care of so we don't miss our flight, you know? So we're walking to the, um, the, the um, ticket counter there. And there's a line. Well, there's, there was one guy in line, but there was um, two different lines that should have been formed. One of those lines was for the, the self-service kiosk, you know, the kiosk that you print a boarding pass from, things like that. And then there was another line for um, a ticket agent. And there were people, there was somebody at the kiosk and there was somebody that was also speaking to the ticket agent. Um, so that tells me that there are two lines, okay, right? So there's one guy who has chosen to stand in the middle of where there should be like two lines forming. And so I walked up behind him, you know, and I was like, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I, I, I know I was like, hey, um, you know, which line are you in? Are you in the kiosk line? Are you in the ticket agent line? And he, and you guys like, remember what I said? Remember, there's a 90% chance that if somebody's an asshole towards me, I'm giving it right back. Okay, so just remember this. I asked this man, simply, what line are you in? Are you in the kiosk line or are you in the, the, the line to see the lady? He turns around, he looks at me, he like scoffs. Like, 
obviously you can't see my face, but I just did. But like he, like just imagine like somebody looking you up and down, like the audacity that this bitch is fucking talking to me. Like that's how he looked at me, you know? Now, mind you, my husband of less than 24 hours is standing right the fuck next to me, okay? So this guy, he does that. And so I don't know, maybe he didn't hear me. So I just repeated myself. I said, sir, are you in the kiosk line or are you in the ticket counter line? And so now he acts like he, you know, hers, he's like, I'm in line. What are you talking about? I'm just in line. Okay. So there's two lines. I said, you see, this person is at the kiosk because they're so they're It's a self-serve kiosk. I was like, so if you're going to use the kiosk, you should scoot a little bit over. Cause I don't want you to think that I'm like trying to hop in front of you. Like I'm literally just like trying to figure out what the fuck line you're in. Damn. So he's like, I'm in line. And okay. I was like, all right. Like, I'm just really trying to like, again, not miss my flight. Okay. Now I got this man up here. Don't know which what line he wants to be in. I said, you know, are you in the kiosk line or do you need to speak to this lady? Because if you need to speak to this lady, cool. I'm behind you. But if you don't need to speak to this lady, then I'm just going to walk up like, and I don't want you to think that I'm like trying to hop in front of you, but it's just like, you're standing in the middle of where two lines should be for me. Again, he's like waving me off. He's like, you know, basically talking to me like I'm fucking stupid. And um, I don't, I don't understand where there was like a, an actual problem because I like, <laughs> as clear as I'm telling the story, I just walked up to this man and asked him one simple question. You know what I mean? But cool. That's how he decided to handle it. Oh, Shana, where's your husband? What he's he's sitting here letting some man talk to you? Like I'm I'm telling you, this man was giving me attitude. Like he was he was looking at me as if he was like, who? Why are you talking to me? Like you know what I mean? And it's just like so, a, such a normal question in an airport. You know what I mean? And um. So the second time that he decided to like be a little asshole towards me, I turned up on his ass. As we're arguing about, you know, what line he's in, suddenly both of the people that were um, being helped, like the lady that was helping the, the customer and then the person that was at the ticket counter, both of them like walked away. So now both lines are actually like available. So now I'm looking at him like, please fucking choose one. Are you going to go to the kiosk? Or are you going to go to this lady? Y'all, he walks up to the kiosk. And the, the lady, like, during this, every everyone was looking at us, right? Because we're arguing. The lady walks up to him and she was like, sir, do you need any help? He turns around, you guys. He turns around and he looks at me. And then he smirks at me as he looks at me. Again, husband standing right there. He turns around, he looks at me. He looks at her. He hands her like, I don't know, a fucking gum wrapper. I don't know. He says, yeah, can you throw this away, please? And then he continues on the fucking kiosk. I fucking lost it. I lost it. So now me and this, this man are arguing. Um, again, husband of less than 24 hours is standing there, has not said a word. Um... At, at, at whatever point that I determined that he was being just too, um, too much is when I was like, wait a second. I looked at my damn right. I said, why the fuck have you, haven't you, this man is, do you not see what's happening here? Like, you know, I, I'm trying to now understand why my husband hasn't like stepped in and like said something, you know what I mean? So 
so so I'm kind of like wondering why he's um you know just standing there, and then so I I, I asked my my husband I said, are you gonna let this man talk to me like this? Like I was like you don't you don't hear this man I was like you didn't just see that whole thing, and I kid you guys not. My new husband of less than twenty four hours steps up. He looks at this man. And he goes, sir, you'll have to excuse her. I'm so sorry about that. She, she, we're just, good. we're just trying to catch our honeymoon, you know, uh, cruise there. He's, she's, we just had a long flight. Like, he starts apologizing for me, and um, no, like no, I was like, whoa, I was like, sir, I was like, and I looked at like my husband. I'm t- at this point, I'm talking to both of them, and at this point, I'm like, turning up on both of them, I, like. It was like one of those like I'll handle you in a minute like looking at him, but to the to the man there, I was like, sir, I am not sorry. I am actually not sorry. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. You are like, you know, you're rude, you're disrespectful. I'm sitting here asking you a simple question. You're giving me all this attitude. Like I was like, I want you to know that he's in no position to apologize for me because the conversation that you and I just had, the interaction that you and I just had, I would not apologize to you. I'm not sorry. And I looked at my husband and I was like, don't you ever don't you ever speak for me if you're going to be sitting here apologizing to people for me for shit that you've seen with your own eyes that i did nothing wrong all i did was walk up to this man and ask him a question like what the fuck were you um daydreaming there like what what was going on in your mind to where you didn't immediately and i'll say i'll, I'll stop here and say something else it is super unlike me to argue with my um, ex-husband in public. Like anytime that we were not seeing eye to eye in public, it was always like, I always had the, you know, sense to be like, this could wait till we get home. You know what I mean? But I was just that offended and hurt and just like, wow, you didn't even have my back. You didn't even stick up for me. And you let this man look at me and talk to me and like, all this, just any kind of way, like you just let that happen. You big as hell. I'm telling you what you could have done is, you know, you could have stepped one foot forward. You didn't even have to put a lot of energy into it. You could have stepped one foot forward, looked at that man and said, sir, is there a problem? That man would have been scared as fuck. Like that's when you use your, yes, I'm a, I'm asking you if there's a problem and you're, you're, you might be turning up on her right now, but you're not going to do that to me. You know, we've seen that happen plenty of times. That's all he had to do. So I'm just telling him that at, we still, we're still in line, y'all. So at this point, like, you know, everybody's looking. So I'm telling now, I'm telling my husband, I'm like, you really just couldn't ask him. Like, I was, I was like, what are you, why did you not say anything? He's like, Shayna, we're in an international airport. I'm not trying to go to jail. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Where are you getting that we're going to go to jail from? I was like, I have literally sat up here and like now at this point, people are looking and I'm still like, the police aren't here. I was like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? You don't want to go to jail. He's like, no, you have to think about it. We're in an international airport. You know, we're sitting here. He was pulling the we're black and the, the, um, the, uh, blame is always going to be placed on us because we're black and we're sitting here, um, arguing with this white man. And, and when he said that, like when he told me that basically 
we have to basically take this man's shit, let this man stand here in front of my face, scoff at me, look at me, tell like uh, whatever exchange that he and I just had, talking to me like I'm fucking stupid. I'm supposed to let all that slide because I'm black and he's white and I'm not supposed to say anything because like we might go to jail. Fuck are you talking about? Like that, I'm going to get, I'm going to circle back to that. But like that, in that moment, opened my eyes to so, so much that I was just like, oh, we have like a, like a, a bigger problem here because um, there's no way in hell, like going back to the, you know, nine times out of 10, I'm always going to say something. That's, I just don't have that in me. I, I don't um, think that, like I said, I know how to pick my battles. I know how to read a room. I know when I'm just like, okay, bitch, you need to just sit this one out. You know what I mean? And like this thing that I was having with this guy, it was just simply not one of those situations. You know what I mean? Bro, get your ass in the right line. Like that's literally all it all it was. And this is this is like, it happens. You know what I mean? So what you took from that is we should have just shut up because we're black. You have me fucked up. And so basically what I'm saying is, let me, I'll get to what I'm saying here in a minute. Our honeymoon was, it, it was like our, the, we hadn't even been on the, the boat yet, y'all. Like it was the first day of our, I was done with him. Like I was done with him. I was ready to go. I was like, I don't even know right now about this right now. Like, I'm not sure because you just did a lot and now I'm questioning this entire thing. Um, so we kind of try to agree to let it, you know, like let it rock and let's just like try to enjoy this, you know, seven day honeymoon that we were going on. And, um, it, unfortunately, it wasn't the case. There was like tension between us the entire seven days. You know, we I, I we were both doing our best that we could to make the best to make the best out of that situation. But I was like livid. I was like that was like such a bigger conversation that we had to ha had to have. Okay, here's why. First of all, this sets so many of us back to have that mentality of oh, we can't even ask a, we can't even, you know, challenge a white man because the white man's gonna take us to jail. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're literally sitting here in my face telling me, like, that's literally what you're telling me. And that's the mentality that you have. Now, granted, the one thing that I will give him is that he grew up in Louisiana, born and raised in Louisiana. Look, I grew up in Vegas, okay? We on two, we, we're totally different. Like, I, you, you're from the South. Like, and I'm definitely not, okay? Also, he's a black man, you know? I'm a black woman. So the way that, you know, our, our encounters with the police in the past um, or whatever have been um, different, but I just, I still, I don't agree with that thinking um, for myself, nor do I agree with that for, for him as a black man or honestly anybody, like, if somebody's if somebody's being an asshole towards me, I'm just not going to just act like it's not happening. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I'm just not going to be able to do that. So, 
so that's that's my problem like that was my immediate problem is that you had it was it was giving like it was giving oh i'm sorry sir she's so like dude why are you fucking apologizing to him we're not sorry we're not sorry like that's i was literally like yelling that to to my husband i was like we are not sorry <laughs> and um you know i i just think that um there's nothing wrong with um his his response to those things like i said he's like got god let god handle it oh that's what he was telling me that he's gonna get his karma yes he was being an asshole and he's gonna get what's coming to him god like god's gonna take care of that we don't need to go ahead and solve that right now we're black everybody's looking at us we can go to jail i'm like okay and i literally took the time to like tell him this is a, like if I, i'm gonna tell this story right now but i'm pretty sure like happy y'all have already heard it Y'all know the story of like um I'm I'm like paraphrasing I can't like remember exactly like the full story but it was like a joke. Um there was a man he was um stuck in the middle of the ocean and he said, you know, he was he was stuck in the middle of the ocean his boat broke down or something he couldn't he needed help to get to land. And um he was like, "You know what? It's fine. I'm just going to I'm going to like chill right here in the ocean because you know what? I know my boat's broken down, but God's got me. God's God's not going to let me die. He's not going to let me drown. He's going to take care of this for me." So, one boat drives by. See that he's stranded in the middle of the ocean. One boat drives by and the guy on the boat says to the guy who's stranded, "Hey, I see that you're stranded. Do you need me to like do you want to hop on my boat? I can take you to land." Homeboy's like, "No, thank you. I really appreciate that, but like, you know, God's got it. I, he's not going to let me drown." And dude's like, all right, you know, he drives off. Second boat comes by. Same thing happens. He's like, hey, I see that you're stranded here in the middle of the ocean. Like, I have this boat. Like, do you want to get on? I could take you to land. Dude's like, no, I'm good. Like, God's got it. He's going to take care of it for me. Thank you so much. Like, you can go. And so, you know, that happens like three times. And then what happens to the man? He drowns or whatever. Like, you know, he dies. And then so he gets to heaven and he's like, God, like, I can't believe that you let me die. Like, I literally had so much faith in you and you like you were supposed to you were supposed to have my back there like you were supposed to not let me die and you know God's like dude I sent you three boats you know and so that's the story that that's the, the closest thing that I could think about like yes I do agree that um you know God will handle everything for us I was like but also God doesn't put us in situations to where all we have to say is simply God's got it like you can actually um, take action on things as well. And God will still have it, but you will also be able to like do, like you will you will also be able to like help yourself in that moment. You know what I mean? And like right now you're not helping yourself. Um, you're, you're just sitting here like, let's not get arrested. Like I just, I'm just I, I don't operate like that. Like I said, I, I don't operate in fear. Um, you know, like I said, I, I don't, I, um, I'm able to like not make, I, I'm level-headed, you know, I've, I've gotten this far. I'm not stupid, but like, what are you talking about? You know? So that's, that's what I was like, really not understanding, but also, um, kids, my mind just went to kids. Like, you're you're supposed to be like you know first of all now we're married this is our first day that like we're like actually married here this is our first married 
thing that we're going through. Um, so I'm supposed to trust you to be like, you know, as my husband, I'm supposed to trust you to be the leader of this household. We're supposed to have kids together. What are you going to teach this to my kids? Like, you're going to like, like, do you see where I'm going with this? Like, th that's everything that I was thinking about as he was sitting there telling me that we can't um, say anything to this white man because we're black and he's white and we're not going to be, nobody's going to believe us. And I'm just like, wow, wow, wow. Like this is this is the way he about to raise our kids. Like I can't, I cannot believe that this is the way that you think. Like I felt, I just felt so many things. Like I just, I could not believe that um, I was, I, I was going to, um, that's who the, the person that I was going to be raising my kids with because I am, you know, if that, if I'm not making myself clear, I am not that way and I'm not going to be able to raise my kids like to operate out of fear because um, because they're black. You know what I mean? Um, that's just not the way that I'm going to raise my kids. And so it's very shocking for me to hear my new husband say that to me because it, it says a lot about like, you know, the way that he might choose to raise our kids. Um, so that, yeah, that really really bothered me um and that would be something that i would be i would i would have to put up a fight on because i don't trust that that way of thinking i don't trust that leadership you know what i mean and it's just like um i really want to i really want to but on this one i really think i'm right and you're wrong you know what i mean and it's just like so so many times in this um in this story where like did i feel that way but the deal breaker is when i really just started to think like wow we're we're gonna we're supposed to be having kids together and this is the way that um he's gonna raise our kids now now let's play a little game of what if because this is also what i was thinking about in that moment like in the, in the moment, like, you know how somebody will be talking to you and you'll be hearing them, but you'll also be like deciding what you're about to do in your head. Like, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, right. This is, this is how it works. But like, I'm, I'm thinking about like, I'm having all these like visions of my future life and my future kids. And like, then I started to think about like, literally as he was talking to me, as he was talking to me, I started to think about, now, what if we actually had a kid? So let's say little Shayna was standing right here. Let's say we had an eight-year-old daughter and that same exact situation happened. That same, everything that I said, let's play it all back. But this time we have an actual daughter that's standing here next to me. And she's, yeah, she's, she's old enough to understand this is going to impact her, the trajectory of her life, you know? She's, she's, she's like looking, I'm her mom, you know, you're her dad. What would I be teaching little Shayna in that moment if I were to let that slide? Like from a, from a, from a child's point of view, if I were to let that slide, what would a, my daughter be thinking? What would that show her? Like, I'm just, I'm just not supposed to do anything. I'm just supposed to let this man be an asshole to me. And now, you know, now I'm kind of like teaching my daughter that that's okay. Okay. Let's say that 
little Shayna was standing next to him and she saw him, you know, apologize to that man when that's no when we weren't even in the wrong. Then what are you teaching our daughter in that moment? And that just scared the fuck out of me. Like it scared the fuck out of me. And I just um think I used that situation to kind of mold um well I use that situation um to kind of form the my opinion of the way that he made decisions in our marriage and um a lot of the times that he you know attempted to lead um you know I would I would always like challenge it simply because like not I would okay that was that was a stretch I wouldn't always challenge it I would just like if it was something that I like truly was just like, you know what, I'm not going to be able to, you know, agree with you on this. And it's because remember that one time that we were in the airport and you apologized to that white man because we were black, like you make those kinds of decisions. And I don't, I'm not going to be able to like stand behind you when you're leading like that. So now you're trying to make this decision and it's like, you know, (laughs) three years later or whatever. I was like, you know, still holding it against him is what I'm saying. And it's just like, it just really set a terrible tone for our, um, you know, first, uh, for our marriage. It just set a terrible tone. And I, um, yeah, we we weren't really able to recover from it. We, um, you know, like I said, I super held it against him. It came up a lot, a lot, a lot throughout our marriage. And, um, yeah, that's, um, (laughs) that's that story about, um, responsibility, expectations and roles in marriage. And, um, there will be, um, like a follow-up to that story or or not, not to that story, but there will be a follow-up to like a little bit more, um, on roles, responsibilities and expectations. But that is one that was like a deal breaker that unfortunately, um, you know, we just like, were not able to, to, um get through. All right, guys. So this was a long one, um, even though I still try to make it short. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time. Bye.